Welcome to Margin Business Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. In today's episode, we have Christina. Christina is a copywriter and a brand owner, and she has her own company called Copy by Christina. Welcome, Christina. One more thing. If you like the content, please hit the subscribe button and give us a thumbs up. Thank you so much and enjoy. So yeah, let's uh, jump right uh, into it. Um, yeah, so Christina, where are you located at the moment? And yeah, tell us a little bit um, about yourself uh, from the beginning, from childhood. I'm sure we can find something special uh, along the way. So yeah. Sure. So I'm actually in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, but um, I grew up in Ontario. So it's um, the capital of Canada. Okay. Um, I grew up in Ottawa area. So I've lived in Calgary now roughly 10 or 12 years. I really like it out here. There's mountains. It's really beautiful. Okay. And um, in terms of childhood, um, something interesting about me is I'm actually adopted. I was adopted at the age of three and I have a really special relationship with my family, of course. Okay. Um, so yeah, that, that would be, you know, sum up my childhood. I had a really great childhood and feel really fortunate. And um, from that point, I guess, you know, I went through high school and education, things like that. And I had always kind of felt like I wasn't really living to my own potential, like something was missing. Um, and it happened a lot in school or it happened at a lot of the jobs that I would, um, you know, be working in. Okay. And it wasn't until I turned 40 that I really realized that, you know, I was in the driver's seat of my own life and my own decisions and I had to really take action. And that's kind of what propelled me to get started in Amazon. Okay. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. So just from the beginning, um, Canada, the Canada map is like Ontario, Ontario's on the east side. Um, Calgary is on the on the west side, right? So Calgary, where the Olympic Games at, and everything. I mean, these two points is like wow. It's like three hours flight uh, from each other, right? Roughly three and a half, four hour flight. Yeah, but you're right. Basically, it's opposite ends of the country almost. Okay. Um, Ontario is a little bit more central, but we still consider it east. Okay. Um, and I love both provinces equally. I've I've been really happy in both areas. So okay. yeah. Um, so, yeah. so you grew up in, uh, in Ontario, you said, right? Yep. So right. How, was, how was the early life uh, in, in Ontario? I mean, from school, for example, when uh, the, the school time, did you go to a, you know, to normal school in the city of Ontario or was it more outside? So you were a city kid or you were um, um, in the outskirts of uh, Ontario? Right. I actually grew up in northern Ontario in a smaller town called Sudbury. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's, all, it's quite a bit smaller. It's not really a big city. I was really fortunate. I grew up on a lake and I lived kind of that lifestyle. Um, and, you know, I had challenges mostly in school growing up. Um, they weren't sure if I maybe had a learning disability, but I had a lot of like normal challenges that children face. Okay. And I seem to kind of overcome those as I get older and get into university. But um, yeah, school was difficult for me. It wasn't naturally easy, some of these things. Okay. So, so is there, was there anything where you can think about like, okay, there you were really good? But um, I, I think, you know, there's two, two things that I was really good at was I was cre a creative thinker. 
but uh, okay. I didn't see that because I maybe lacked a little bit of confidence when I was younger. So I didn't hone in on it and I didn't know how to define that or use it to my advantage. And then something else, um, you know, it's funny talking about ourselves. I, I don't want to sound egotistical at all. I'm really not, but um, I've always had a natural ability to care about people and okay. connecting with people has been, you know, part of my personality since I was very little. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 uh, interesting because you know there you can see already you know we we we're getting already there you know so um, these were the first uh, four six years of 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 Euro school then high school as well Ontario uh, right yep high school was in Ontario by that point I moved to the bigger city that was Ottawa okay. so okay. I was kind of transitioning into being kind of a, a city city girl. Um, and Ottawa was a beautiful city. I had a really great experience there. I was still kind of struggling in school and academics, right. but, um, I was very resilient. You know, I, I think I was just determined to, to push through. So that, that did help me a little. Okay. That's, that sounds, that sounds good. We have a good base here. You know? <laughs> so mo moving on in your, and your earlier, uh, school life, um, is there, uh, I mean, were you already in contact with any types of, uh, I mean, business or your family background? Was there anything? Ironically enough, um, both my parents worked for the same company for like 35 years. It's called wow. Bell Canada Telecommunications. You know, back then you kind of get into one job and you yes. stay. Yes. Um, and my dad retired when I was in grade six. So he was just living the retirement life, you know, really enjoying that. But my mom was really... Um, she was kind of the, the, the main workforce in okay. my life. And I just re really remember looking up to her for that. Like she was very business orientated. She knew how to deal with people. And so I think she was a really great role model, even though maybe I wasn't as confident, you yeah. know? So, yeah. Yeah. So back then the problem was, you know, when you, when you had, a, it's not like today where you, it's, it's a bit different back then when you had a job, you know, and although, you were able to, you know, you know, you had it in you, you know, most of the people were thinking more like, okay, I'd rather stick with the stick with the job. And then, you know, we just finish that and uh, it's all good. It's not today's, uh, you know, today's environment is much more, you know, rapid than uh, when it, and before they, they thought more of security of, you know, I call it always pseudo security, you know, because nothing is really secure. But still, you know, and that's, uh, I think, you know, it's, that goes for this generation most of the times, you know. Um, True. There was, there was this uh, entrepreneurial spirit already in the family. So when you, when you moved on after high school, did you, um, did you study? Did you go to university or? I did. I've always had a passion for psychology. So I actually entered psychology program. I got a scholarship. I had honors, even though I had um, struggled with learning disabilities. You know, I was very resilient even back then. But the issue was I got into school very young, as many of us do. And I found myself kind of questioning just external factors like travel and life experience. I felt like I had been really sheltered. Okay. And um, so I actually, I did drop out of school and, and I went and lived in the mountains. I moved out to Jasper, which is a few hours away from Calgary. And that's how I kind of um, got into living into Western Canada. 
And so when I lived in Jasper, it was a complete 360. You know, I lived a very outdoor lifestyle. I did backcountry camping, backcountry wow. skiing, like completely different from the city. And I kind of shelved the education because I just wasn't sure what I was going to do with a psychology degree. You know, the truth is, unless you're going to teach, um, me being a psychologist wasn't really practical. That just wasn't something I really wanted to do, even though I was interested. So yeah, I... I traveled for a couple of years and I eventually moved back to Ontario and I started bartending <laughs> and I started making really good money at a really young age. You know, I mean, bartenders do really well. <laughs> so that's what I did for a few years until I was hired on as a flight attendant. So, okay. yeah. That was uh, about uh, when you, when you stopped school, 95, 96, something like that. Oh uh, gosh, you're making me, <laughs> you're making me really think it was later than that. It was around 2000. Yeah. Yeah. I remember because my first year at university, it was 1999 and we were all like partying on New Year's 1999. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. when you, when you say early to school as a child, what, what was early? Because for, for me, uh, it was quite late, you know, when I went to school, but uh, right. you know, school system is a bit different sometimes as in these years. So for right. me, it was like at seven, the first time, which is pretty late, I would say. Right. Um, do you mean for post-secondary for yeah, university? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, for first, for, for, I think for first grade. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, I don't, I really, I think you're right. I think it's around that age, but okay. I also, I was also a year young. I went into school, you know, um, a year earlier than most of my friends. So okay. I think that that was another reason why I struggled yeah, a little yeah. bit was I was younger, right? So, yeah. yeah. And that's always a yeah. fact with the children, you know, when they go too early and they, yeah. it's, uh, it's always good to, to let them enjoy their time, you know, as children as well. Yeah. Um, so when you, um, when you moved out, I mean, when you went to finish the psychology degree, you went then, uh, you said you traveled a little bit and everything, and then you um, got the hired or you were you applied for a, a job as flight attendant, right? That's right. So I actually didn't finish my psychology degree. Oh, okay. I, I didn't actually go back. Um, but after I was bartending for a few years, I had kind of moved around a little bit and traveled. I came back out west and... Um, I had heard of this airline called WestJet. And at the time, they're a startup airline. They're very unique. And they were very well known for their culture within their organization. Okay. And, you know, they they cared for their people in a unique way. I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's not, it's not like any other company I've ever been a part of, but they really cared for their people. Um, so I randomly applied online and it was very hard to get in. Like they would get thousands of applicants, okay. but even back then I could write creatively. So when I wrote the application, there was a question, something like, why do you want to join WestJet? And my response was, why not? Or just, just things that were different, right? And so that landed me the interview and that's how I got um, my position, yeah. That's, that, that's quite interesting, you know, because yeah. uh, normally uh, I remember, I, I think I applied as well. I applied for Lufthansa that, um, right. uh, back then. Um, yeah. I passed the test actually, you know, that's why I'm, uh, I'm, I, I can relate to um, what you went through and yeah. it's pretty hard, you know, it's very hard to, very uh, to actually uh, do it. Uh, so but it was random for me as well. You know, I just applied and uh, they yeah. invited me for an interview afterwards. We didn't go through because it was for ground, um, 
uh, for ground office job or something. And really, I'm, you know, I'm happy that it didn't, that it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but just just to say, you know, I, I know how hard the questions are. You know, it's it's not yeah. that many questions, you know. Um, no, there was um, multiple interviews. It wasn't, yeah. I think people misunderstand the career of a flight attendant. It is, yeah. it's the, the testing that you go through is extremely extensive. So it's not uh, to be taken lightly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I really wanted to point out, you know, because it's uh, yeah. like you said, it's, most of people think it's easy, you know, ground or, or flight attendant stuff is, is very, very hard um, to yeah. go through. Um, I even remember some, um, military tests i think like you know these uh turning around the what was it um triangles uh find the point and then you have 15 dots and and all that right. uh some some kind of psychological tests you know for uh, right that would maybe be more on what you're talking about ground school or for um pilots we had a lot of safety regulated tests from okay. the government like and if you fail one test, you don't have an opportunity again. You have one repeat throughout the whole course. And if you fail two, you're done. So it was it was harder than my university exams. And I think people don't know that about flying. Yeah. And we have a wide, like very diverse uh, workforce. We have doctors, nurses, lawyers, all different types of people. And they will tell you the same thing, that it's it's extremely challenging and it's very stressful. So when you make it out of that, it's a really big deal. Like... It's very rewarding. I uh, can you imagine. I mean, I'm flying a lot, or we are all the whole family flying a lot, and it's uh, we we see the ladies, you know, when they uh, as well the the men uh, who is uh, uh, flight attendants, and when they make like I don't know to twenty hours uh, yeah. flights or eighteen hour flights, uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, it's, it's, it's exhausting. I mean, I'm sleeping and they're still running around, you know, and then, then I'm sleeping again and they're still running around and it's like, okay, yeah. when are they sleeping, you know? It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm always, yeah. really, I try to be very careful with them and, you know, and don't get on their nerves or, or order a glass yeah. of water straight away before we even uh, left the, the, the position, you know, it's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, they're really, uh, it's, uh, I really respect this job, you know, it's, uh, that's, it's, it's amazing, you know, it's really uh, something special, something really special. So do you, and, and uh, this was, this was the main company you were working for, right? The West, uh, I forgot the name already, West. WestJet, yeah. WestJet, yeah. WestJet, but I'd never heard of them. Is they, are they only flying in Canada or? We've expanded. We started just flying in Canada, but we now fly internationally. Okay. Um, you know, I've spoken about this before, but what's happened in aviation with COVID is yes. very sad. And in Canada in particular, it's been devastating to our airline. Um, so yes, we fly internationally, but having said that, a lot of our routes have been cut just with COVID. So I'm hopeful, I'm optimistic for, you know, a good rebound, but I think it's going to take some time. Okay. I, I think so as well. You know, there is a, there is, you know, from what I see, there is de destinations from where you can fly usual prices and there's mm -hmm. other destinations where the prices are quadrupled, you know, to, to some destination, which is completely crazy. So for, for us, it's not a problem. We can just cross into another country and then take the plane somewhere else, but some people cannot. So they need to That's fly from that specific countries, you know, which is completely overpriced at the moment. So yeah, yeah, I can see the trend as well. And uh, the longer it takes, the, 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 the more expensive it gets, you know? So I'm, sure. I'm not sure where we're gonna heading with this, but um, hopefully everything will, you know, get a little bit 
you know, slow down and everyone can get back to their jobs because I'm sure uh, some of the, for example, as a flight attendant, what I was thinking, um, uh, not you, because you you mentioned you have a writing career, you have a, you have already some uh, some uh, you spend some time uh, studying psychology. So I don't think that you're very concerned about this. But there must be other flight attendant. Imagine you worked 30 years in a job. Okay, you don't have family uh, because you dedicated to your job. Um, you were flying around, and suddenly COVID hit. Okay, and you're one of the major companies which which said, okay, listen, we need to get rid of uh, you all for the moment. Mm -hmm. And you sit suddenly after 30 years at home, have nobody, all your friends are around the world, everyone is stuck at home. So I can imagine this must be, it must be terrible, you know, you really need to question yourself what's going on, you know. Um, yeah. I, I feel the same way. I see some flight attendants who are single parents and have no family and it's difficult. So yeah. It must be, it must be very difficult. But for, for, for you now, um, obviously you are a, uh, uh, the next step of your story uh, would be then that uh, obviously COVID helped you in some kind of way, if I understood this correctly, right? A little bit, yeah. So I began selling on Amazon last year. And, you know, people who know me are surprised that I started a business because I think I didn't have outward confidence. I had this feeling like I was lacking, I was missing something, but I didn't outwardly show that I thought I was capable at the same time. So I started this Amazon business. I own a beauty brand and that business did very well. I put a lot of hours into it and a lot of time and it took off. And then when COVID hit, I was furloughed from flying and I had to reevaluate again, like, you know, what am I going to do? And it was presented at the time um, from somebody who just made me think about what are you good at? And of course, you know, I came back and said, well, I'm not good at anything. Because I think that was the old me. I was so used to just downplaying my skill set or just saying I wasn't good at things. And then I came back and I really thought about it again. And I casually mentioned that I could write. And then my business just kind of took off from there. I began writing. I've entered, you know, sales copy courses. I've entered Amazon listing creation courses, content writing courses, and things have just snowballed from there. So my writing business has taken off. And at the same time, I'm still scaling my beauty brand. So, yeah. So it, it, it began actually uh, with, with Amazon where you, you, you started selling. So you, you, you told yourself when you were flight, when you were flight attendant, okay, let's, uh, let's do something here, you know, um, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So, and then you, you, you created the brand, uh, uh, you created the brand or you created first just, uh, just a product to, 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 to move on. How did you, how did you get into that? I actually went about it in terms of brand building. I mean, I selected a product and I did it a little bit backwards because just lack of experience. I selected a product and I kind of built my brand around that product. Okay. Um, but then once things started evolving, I realized that, you know, brand building was really the way I wanted to go on Amazon. So it kind of transitioned from that point. But Yes, I, uh, I I started with a product. I'd so say. it was not like the, the ultimate plan where you say, okay, uh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, okay. But you know, yeah. it's good because that that's that's the thing. What what makes the the this this spirit, you know, to when you have a product, suddenly you realize, oh, look, listen, I can. There can be more. Uh, it's uh, you know, we we can do something on top of it combined combined with your skill set that you have. It's uh, it's something which which. Uh, which is really good together, you know, it's a passion, it's a, 
it's something where you really uh, stand behind. You can build a community. You can really uh, um, be yeah. intimate. I think I think it's really uh, it's really something perfect. You know, although I'm always when I hear beauty or creams, I'm like, oh, okay, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't sell cosmetics, so okay. it's very different for me. Um, okay. And I avoided cosmetics because you know, as a first time, um, exactly. I guess seller. I was nervous about the regulations and things yeah. like that. You, know, you, ha you have to be careful and really um, be well-informed. So yeah, I don't sell cosmetics. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, so at the moment, like at the moment you're still doing your Amazon business and you're moving as well, or you moved as well at the same time. It was at the same time you did the um, uh, copywriting or did it come after Amazon? It came after Amazon right at the pivot of COVID or at the, um, um, sorry, point of COVID really happening. And it was because I was furloughed from flying, like laid off. Okay. So I knew in order to scale my brand, you know, I'm very transparent. I didn't start Amazon with a lot of money. Um, and in order to scale my brand and grow, I needed capital to be reinvesting. And so while I could stay, you know, on furlough and gain, um, you know, a base salary, I still needed income in order to really take my brand to the next level. So that's, that's basically how writing began. And then I also just in the process of that realized how much I enjoy writing. Um, it just is, it's kind of a crazy transition of how I really found out like, yes, this is a skill set, but I also love it at the same time. So yeah, I'm, I'm still moving my beauty brand forward and, and writing at the same time now. Okay. So um, are you willing to go back um, to flying if they ever ask you to come back because uh, I don't know are you uh, is, is the contract uh, finished or are you still technically employed I'm still technically employed and it's really interesting because when COVID first hit um, you know I hate to say this but it's true I was kind of I was okay with having a few months off from flying because I was tired it's exhausting. Um, so I had three months off, but then I started realizing that it was going to be a lot longer. So the answer is, I don't know. Um, if my business continues the way it is, I ideally, this becomes this maybe becomes like an agency or something bigger. And at that point, I probably won't return back to flying. So it's, I, I'm not sure I'm kind of in the middle right now. That's interesting. Yeah. How many years of flights a flight attendant did you, I mean, how many years did you, uh, was it that Technically, you had a flight attendant? Yeah, I was in the air for 12 and now I'm on my 13th year. So it's just oh, that's, crazy. That's, yeah. That's as well, that's as well a quite long experience and, uh, yeah. you know, contacts and everything. So is, is there, do you think there's any possibility that you might can connect with the brand, I mean, with the, uh, with the, uh, maybe even write for them, you know, I mean, there is, especially when you, after 13 years and they, they, uh, they took you or um, because as well of your writing skill set, what you, when you did the, the test, um, that there is something maybe as well on, on this side, you know, this will be as well uh, something perfect, you know. Right. You know, that's an interesting question. Um, more recently, I've started thinking about applying um, for larger companies as a content or copywriter. And that's because of LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. I get a lot of people inquiring about services. So I'm not opposed to it, possibly, if, if that if the stars lined up that way, it would be interesting. Okay. You know, for me, 
um, like so you are the best example, you know, because because most of the people when when COVID began, everyone was scared. Everyone was completely uh, I mean, me included, you know, uh, mm -hmm. was, it was new. We didn't know what was coming, even though we knew we we're in the Internet, we can continue working. There are still concerns where you, obviously everyone have um, had um, for you. What was it for you? Is this uh, is this something you, you were comfortable with? I mean, you mentioned this before, but it must be as well some little bit of uh, adaption time for that as well. Yeah. Right. No, I wasn't comfortable. I was scared. Um, okay. But at the same time, I was so used to living my life out of fear as opposed to really doing what I wanted to do. You know, there was about a month or two where I really didn't take action at all. I just kind of was going through the motions of life. And um, it was kind of at that point that something just changed. And I, d I just made a conscious decision, just like I did in my beauty brand. If I was, if like, what life do you want for yourself? Do you want this life? Or do you want to try and propel yourself over in a different direction? And it was literally like overnight, I, next thing you know, I'm creating a website and I'm, you know, writing samples and I'm doing all of these things and I'm surprising myself while I'm doing them. You know, I'm just kind of like, oh, I did that. <laughs> so yeah, I really um, had to, I took, I'd say a couple of months or at least six weeks where I didn't do a whole lot. And then something just clicked where I started really taking action. Okay, so because for me, for me, you're really it's it's an example, um, because most of the people were just saying they were just drowning and going down and you know have problems and you know everything mm. went negative, but but you know for you it's uh, in in the worst moment you just you you create you thought about creating a business, okay? Right. I mean a part of the Amazon sales, you know Amazon sales uh, if they running and you you know there's uh, you don't feel involved. Uh, it's as well a bit frustrating, you know, even though you, you make money, uh, it's, there's something missing. You need to do something. We're humans. We need to feel useful. Okay. So yeah. it's, it's just amazing because you, 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 you took this moment, turned it around and created another opportunity out for you and, and created your, uh, your, your writing, your, your copywriting business. Um, this should be, right. uh, for me, it's, a, it's just a, it's a perfect moment to do that. And yeah. many, many should, should take the opportunity and do the same. I mean, there have been plenty of businesses created in this COVID time, but yeah. they're all kind of related into, into, into COVID. I mean, uh, copywriting, you could have begun at any time. It's not related um, now to, to a specific situation, you know. So um, growing this as well is, is in that time because nobody knew at the beginning how big e-commerce is going to be. Mm -hmm. So really, you, you, I don't know how you did it, but you, you took the right moment and, you know, and did what you had to do. And this is exactly what I tell everyone all the time. Just take the opportunity and, and just do it. And then you look back now, look how long it is. It's, al it's almost a year. I was talking today. I was thinking. Yeah. So it's been almost a year that we're living this way, you know. So if you would have done something right. beginning now, now best example, you have already a business, and this is uh, um, your business today. Um, can can you tell us a little bit more about your business, a little bit more in detail, um, and the the exact uh, 
exact thing what you're doing and what you could do and how we can contact you as well or anyone who is interested to contact you sure first i just if you don't mind i do want to say to just your audience that you know not every day is easy like these are very difficult times and even though i made a positive decision to take action i still have days that are challenging as well and, and you just have to push through those right um, so in terms of copywriting, um, so I cater my business mainly to Amazon sellers and I write Amazon listings as well as I write um, a lot of brand blogs for various different software companies in Amazon. And I write, um, I'm transitioning a little bit to sales copy. I'm doing website copy, email launches and those things. So I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of in the middle between content writing and copywriting at this point. So yeah, and if you want to reach out to me, I'm very receptive over Instagram, or you can email me or um, reach me at my website. So, okay, so question for you, Christina. Um, what what does motivate you uh, in general? What is what is your real like motivation to keep going? Um, like in general, I mean, in your business, your motivation mm -hmm. in general. When you wake up in the morning, what's your motivation? Right. I know I've had to really think about this because when I first started, I think the motivation was more about finances because I was scaling a brand and it was really more about like, how can I take my brand to the next level? But as things have really progressed, it's more about, it's more about um, personal success, really, as cliche as that might sound, it's really about like, what can I actually achieve now? You know, that's what I wake up with. And I wake up also with my clients in mind even though, you know, I'm writing for many different people in the Amazon space, I really do care about those clients. So I wake up thinking, how can I really over deliver today? Or what can I do that would maybe help a client in their business? Or it's just constantly trying to think of new ways, um, I guess, to make sure people are happy with the work and also how I can further my skill or my business. Yeah, that, that, sound, that sounds good uh, because we always, we always have to, like you already mentioned we always have to try to put the client first and to 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 understand how he um what how he feels and what he he wants to what they want to uh, to achieve um right. and uh living this i mean i'm sure you're living this as well myself as well we're waking up we're thinking about this going to sleep we're thinking about this i mean i think like this constantly i'm trying really to um, yeah, that's, it's my life, you know, to help, to help others, you know, so uh, it's um, really, it's a, it's a, it's a good point and uh, uh, really, uh, really good. Um, what, what would be as well uh, your message um, to anyone now and this time uh, who want to start a business, uh, not generally Amazon or, uh, not, uh, or, or, you know, as well, maybe offline, you know, which right. generally I would not recommend at the moment but right. if anyone wants to go you know and has a good idea and is very local and has a good community why not you know what would be your your message to them my, my biggest point for people to take home is just to try um, because I live my whole life not trying. I live my life um, turning down opportunity or telling myself I couldn't do things when there was this person kind of deep down inside wishing that I just said yes. So now I just think it's just about seizing the opportunity and not worrying so much about how perfect it is or the skill set. Like if you really put the work in, those things will come, but you just need to start. <laughs> 
I think it's very simple. I think, I think it's really good because just try is the perfect quote already. Sounds good, Christina. I mean, um, amazing that we could uh, talk together. Yeah. Um, uh, I learned a lot and uh, your journey is as well, uh, you know, from the whole, through the whole Canadian continent, from being a flight attendant to Amazon seller, same time copywriter, really uh, amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. And yeah, I hope to speak soon. And I wish you all the best, Christina. Thank you as well in your business. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Happy me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.